Hey there, sweet sister friend. All right. Now, many of y'all know that I travel full time. So as a result, I stay in lots of hotels and Airbnbs and friends and family's homes. And while the places are safe and they're lovely and those beds are oh so comfy, I don't know about those mattress toppers. I tell you what, those memory foam toppers, they are the bomb.com. But I don't always know what's going on in there, in that house, in that bathroom, in that bedroom. Okay, just being real with y'all. I don't know who stayed in that bed before me. Okay, think about that the next time you go to a hotel or an Airbnb. And even if it's a friend or a family's home, you don't know about the previous owners. You don't know what's been going on up in that house. So one of the things that I do, usually it's when I'm settling in, and it's always before I go to bed if I didn't get a chance, is I, one, I pray in my prayer language, and two, I anoint the spaces with oil. Now, I tell you what, sister, paired with that and my health supplements, I sleep like a well-fed baby. Now, these are just a few of the biblical tools that can help you in a number of areas and one of the many practices that we are going to be learning about at the upcoming Equipped Women's Retreat. Now, if you feel like there are tools that you have yet to discover and for sure you know you've yet to activate, then I invite you to come and join us in Florida this October where you will learn these kinds of things along with so many others. We're going to learn about cleansing prayers, prophecy, taking communion at home, and so much more. So I would invite you to go ahead, save the date, last week of October, Florida, Go ahead and check out the link in the bio and I will get all the details there. And this is the last week to go ahead and set up the two payment option. All right, now grab your pen and paper and let's get on with the show. Hey there, sweet sister friend. Welcome back to the Shine with Brainy show. So glad you're here today. All right, this is the month of September right now in our Gregorian calendar, but in our Hebrew calendar, it is known as the month of Elul. And during this time, we are experiencing 40 days of favor all right, this is known as Yamai Ratzon. Now, that might sound a little bit more Spanish than Hebrew, so my apologies on the pronunciation. But this is also um, a time of many Jewish high holidays. And so I felt because of the 40 Days of Favor, if you haven't listened to the last few episodes, dial back and uh, I unpack that a little bit more. But we are going to focus in on some favor-focused scripture every Friday. All right, how about that for a little FF? alliteration there. So today we are going to camp out in Proverbs 3 because there are some great instructions for how to live a long and healthy life. Now, y'all know that my mission is to make heaven crowded and make earth healthy. So guess what? I felt like this was ever so appropriate. So we are going to hear from Solomon who wrote uh, Proverbs here, King Solomon. And he was not only the wealthiest man to ever have lived. I mean, literally Jeff Bezos has nothing on him and Elon Musk. But he was also the wisest, right? He asked for wisdom. So God gave him wisdom and wealth. All right, so we're going to camp out here in Proverbs 3. So as I mentioned Proverbs 3, you may have already begun reciting in your mind, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, yada, yada, yada. But actually, we're going to go ahead and rewind to the beginning of that chapter to verse 1. All right, so if you're taking notes, we are going to be in Proverbs 3 starting with verse one. Now I'm reading today from the NLT, which is the New Living Translation. So go ahead and find your way and make note. um, And we're gonna start here in Proverbs three. I'm just gonna read it out loud and then we're gonna unpack it here a little bit. It begins with, my child, never forget the things I taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do these, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Verse three, never let loyalty or kindness leave you. 
tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor in both God, in both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. All right, so as I mentioned earlier, we're focusing in on favor. So the Hebrew word for favor is hen, H-E-N. And oftentimes we see the word favor and it's oftentimes used interchangeably with grace. Because guess what? They are both freely given. They are without condition. God just says, you know what? I just love you so much. I just want to give you grace. I want to show you mercy. I want to give you favor. So think about that. Think about you are God's absolute favorite favorite child. All right. You are his favorite daughter. So I want you to first start with going back to verse one here. My child, never forget the things that I taught you. So as we unpack this and you think about God's favor in your life, you know, I think oftentimes I focus on the things that are not going well, but I really want you to consider what God has done to demonstrate that you are his favorite. What are some of the ways that he has blessed you? And if you're following along on our health challenge, I'm asking you to every single day write one little note, one little line of how God is showing you his favor. So as we think about that, I want you to go back and journal today and really ask God, what lessons have you taught me? Just like Solomon was talking to his child, he says, never forget the things I taught you. What are some of the things that the Lord has taught you and instructed to you? Reflect on this current season or maybe just the one that you're kind of coming out of and ask the Lord, what are you showing me about you? What are you revealing to me? What are you teaching me about my own self? What qualities or characteristics are you refining in me to make me more like Jesus? So think about the things that the Lord is teaching you. And that's from verse one. Next, he says, store my commands. So we keep the commands in our hearts, right? Our choices, sweet sister, must be led from love and not fear. We must be led from love and not out of just pure obedience. And I'm going to unpack that here in a minute because we know that perfect love casts out fear, right? So whether you're getting ready to drive through the Dairy Queen for a cookie dough blizzard or you're contemplating responding to that guy who sent you an IG message, okay, when you know he's got some struggles going on in his own marriage, Either of those choices, you should ask yourself, okay, Lord, did these honor you? Does me going through the drive-thru or responding to that message, does that honor you? Does it align with my values, right? Does it align with the woman who you're calling me to be? Is that the character that I want to be developing? Now, okay, you want to ask yourself, I shouldn't, you don't want to be coming from the place of, no, I shouldn't do this because someone's going to see my Dairy Queen cup in the garbage or no, I feel badly for him and that, you know, therefore I'm going to go ahead and respond. No, we do it because we let love lead, not fear, fear from man, or we don't let fear force our decisions, right? We do it because God, I want to honor you with my choices. And I know it's not honorable to respond to that IG message, right? I want to point him to Jesus. I want to point him back to his marriage and say, you know, thank you so much for reaching out. Uh, what does Jesus say about this? What does your wife say about this? Okay. Both of those are real life situations that have just happened in this past week. Just be real. Just being real with all y'all. All right. So as I mentioned, we want to let love lead our decisions. And 
that comes from a place of respect and honor that we love God and we honor him. So therefore we want to obey him. We want to be faithful. Now, a lot of times obedience comes from a fear factor. Okay. We obey our parents because of what we're afraid of is going to happen. Or we obey the rules because we're afraid of the consequences. I really want us to think about and renew our minds. Like it tells us in Romans 12 too, coming from the place of God, I want to honor you because I love you. I want to do this, not because of what I'm afraid of. I read in a commentary one time, a really great, great quote. And if you're taking notes, I would encourage you to write this down. We know that in order to live a noteworthy life, we must take notes. All right. So it says the heart is the first thing that wanders away from God. And it's the first thing that returns to God. I'm going to say that again, in case you're taking notes, the heart is the first thing that wanders from God and is the first thing that returns to God. So ask yourself, have you wandered? Has your heart wandered? Are there any areas that you need to go ahead and return? We know that that is the word repent in the Bible. So really thinking about your heart condition and asking yourself, just like Solomon says here, right? That we want to go ahead and store the commands in our heart. What has God commanded you to do specifically in your life in this current season? Now, I love and I want us to notice in verse two that Solomon says, if you do this, not when, because guess what, sister? We have a choice to do this. Now, this is unlike when Jesus tells us, you know, when he gives us the instructions for how to pray, he says, when you pray, pray like this. He also says, when you fast, do it like this, right? He gives us the instructions. So it's an implication. It's implied that we are going to be faithful and that we're going to be praying and that we're going to be fasting. But Solomon here says, if you do this, all right? So I want us to remember that we have a choice here. We have a choice to keep the commands that God has given us. And our choice hopefully will be led from love. So that's my encouragement to you today, sweet sister. All right, let's unpack verse three here. And verse three says, never let loyalty or kindness leave. You know, again, this is the new living translation. Some translations you'll hear or you'll see the word mercy. And oftentimes that is used interchangeably with mercy and loyalty, believe it or not, are used here because the word, the Hebrew word for mercy is hesed, H-E-S-E-D which translates to God's loyal love. So we know that truth and mercy, that they have to go hand in hand. Loyalty and kindness, they have to go hand in hand. Okay, they have to be used together. They're like sisters. So if you tell your friend something that is honest and truthful, right? Maybe that she's really sloppy or maybe she needs to kind of clean up her act a little bit. Maybe what she's got going on in her you know, work or her home life or whatever. If you share that honest, um, you know, really kind of, fact with her. If you share that, Hey girl, like you need to clean this up, but you're not merciful or loving. Then guess like, guess what? You will likely not be friends very long. (laughs) Truth and mercy have to go hand in hand. Loyalty and kindness go hand in hand. So again, depending upon which translation you're using there, you'll see different words. So I love though, that he reminds us like bind them around your heart, bind them around your neck. He says, you know, keep them there. So that verse reminds us, you know, that we are to write the teachings here, that we are students. We are constantly learning. And this is part of our character, part of our development and our true nature, that they are becoming part of us because that is what you do on the daily becomes your character 
and it becomes, you know, your lifestyle, the habits you, of course, adopt and implement into your life, they become your lifestyle. And then people know that and that becomes your reputation. So ask yourself, you know, what do others perhaps say about me when I'm not around? Now, we don't focus on what man says, but we do need to take that as a heating like, hmm, am I coming to God in one way? And then going to my friends in another, going to my family in another, my workplace in another. Am I consistent among all of those different you know, people in my sphere of influence? Am I showing up to God the same way I'm showing up in all these other areas of my life? So if we think about this, you know, just like Moses and David and Joseph, you know, they found favor and they entered, they were, they pleased people. You know, they found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Think about when, um, in, I think it's first Samuel that God looks at the heart of David. He looked at his heart. God wants to look at your heart. And of course he found favor with many people. David was the leader of many, many, many misfits, right? He was the leader of the army. So think about his character. His character was consistent. Now we also know he was, he was flawed. Okay. <laughs> Let's just be real. David was very flawed, but his heart was for the Lord. So there is a lot of hope for us. Go and unpack and read a little bit about David if you need a little bit of encouragement that you are not alone, sister friend. All right, he's one of my favorite guys in the Bible. So if those guys, you know, if they were such jokers and they had God's favor upon them, girl, let me just tell you, it's God's supernatural power and anointing and grace in his favor that he was able to then go ahead and use them. And he can use you too. So sister, as we look back at Proverbs 3 and think about, you know, the instructions for living a long and healthy life, go back and read that on your very own. Maybe toggle between a couple of different translations, see some of the different words that are there. I always love to go and insert my very own name. You know, so when it says, my child, keep these commands upon your heart, Franny, keep these commands on your heart. And oftentimes I will write out the scripture, the verses with my name in them, because there's something about not only seeing and hearing my name, but actually physically writing the scriptures out as well. So maybe you go back and you do that for a verse or two. And then like I instructed earlier, you know, like I encouraged you, go and write out, recall what God is teaching you right now about him, you know, about himself. What is he teaching about yourself? Recall the places where he has demonstrated favor in your life right now. And then reflect, are there any places where perhaps my heart may has wandered? And if so, ask God for forgiveness and then say, you know what? Starting today, I'm going to turn. I'm going to repent. Consider, sister, how you want to live your life. Consider how you want to show up, not only for the Lord, but how you want your character to be displayed here on earth, right? What do we want to be known for? And again, we don't live for fear of man. But I oftentimes, I know this is crazy to think about. I walk, uh, when I'm here in Pennsylvania, which is where I currently am, I walk through a cemetery often and I look at the different grave sites and I think, oh my gosh, I wonder about that person. You know, I wonder about that person. And, and I just kind of wander through and I think, gosh, I wonder what their legacy was. I wonder what their family says about them. Now, for some people that might be, you know, anxious ridden. <laughs> a friend of mine one time was like, oh my gosh, that causes me anxiety to think about. And I was like, no, like that gives me hope that like I have an opportunity now on this side of heaven to change my ways right? To become more like Christ, I hope, on this side of heaven. You know, I want that well done, good and faithful daughter when I show up at heaven's gates. 
And so consider that, you know, make deliberate and intentional strides toward what the Holy Spirit is revealing to you and is inviting you to, you know, what he wants you, um, what he's convicting you of and what he wants you to be more of, right? Remember, it's more of God, less of me, more of the spirit, less of my flesh. So I invite you to kind of sit, camp out, ask God to really show you how he's revealing his favor to you right now. And ask for a double portion of that favor as you seek to turn and return back to his heart. All right, sweet sister friend, I pray that this blesses you. If so, please share it with a friend. Please go ahead and hop on social or send me an email and just say, hey, Franny, I really loved X, Y, and Z. All right. Love hearing from you guys. It is a way to make a personal connection with the audience. So, And also, if you have not joined us in Free and Favor yet, that is our private Facebook group. Hop on over there, search on Facebook, free and favorite, and you will find us. And then, hey, y'all, don't forget, I'd love to meet you in person. Come to the Equip Retreat coming up here at the end of October. Come and join us. It will be life-changing. I can guarantee you that. All right. Until we meet next time, sweet sister, keep on shining.